0: Your counselors, school counselors, usually do help because that's what I—I had anger issues. I got classes for that. My, no, yeah, when I was in elementary school, middle school, I literally had to go to like these anger issues classes because like, hold on, kids would just—I just lose it on kids. Are you serious? Yeah, I
1: had anger management. I had to go to anger management. (laughs) That (laughs) makes sense. Welcome to the Entertained Podcast. I am Anthony Thomas. You can find me on Instagram at AnthonyThomas33 or on my website, AnthonyJThomas.com. In this episode, I have my nephew Nick. He sits down, he entertains the hell out of me, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Now, a couple quick notes. I did my best to take out all of his sniffling. (laughs) The poor kid had terrible allergies, but he fought through it for our entertainment. So please pardon the sniffling and give him some love with the allergy battle. Tis the season. Secondly, he did want to make sure that we corrected him. He says Kento Miura when he actually meant Kentaro Miura, the late manga artist whose genre dark fantasy and his work in Berserk, which Nick mentions in the tail end of the episode, and obviously a very serious fan of. We wanted to make sure that we corrected that and gave proper love to the artist who is responsible for more than 50 million copies in circulation of that manga series, one of the top selling of all time. So without further ado, here is myself and my allergy-ridden nephew, Nick. Do you want to give yourself an, an intro, or do you want me to give you an intro? I think I can do mine. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hit it. Go ahead. Hit, hit us with an intro. Who is the guest today for the Entertain Podcast? Who do we got? You're talking
0: to the one and only, the truest, the realest, uh. Nicholas Conley.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh! The crowd goes wild. My nephew, Nick thank you thank you yes sir all right so you sir are generation z you are gen z mm-hmm. you've graduated high school mm-hmm. you are now trying to figure out this transition after mm-hmm. high school yeah. and there's some challenges for your for your generation that are different from other generations from my generation which is generation y or a millennial so gen z as Siri tells me, 1997, born 1997 to 2012, and then Gen Y, or Millennials, is 1981 to 2000. So there's a three-year overlap where you could, you could be in, in one yeah. or both right there, which is interesting. But let's talk about, today, let's talk about some of the challenges for your generation, some of the challenges that you feel, and it seems like your whole group of humans is dealing with. And I'm curious to hear your perspective, especially because you've lived pretty much coast to coast. Yeah. You you, you lived, what, North Carolina, Tennessee, Washington State, Hawaii. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So far. So far. And many, many more to come, I'm sure. Very, very. Okay, so let's talk about first what you think are some of the biggest challenges that you feel are, are are going on, whether it's specific to your generation or not. What are, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're feeling? Like you feel the weight of this, you know?
0: Yeah, as uh probably, um, I guess everyone in my generation is school. You know, everyone has that weight of everyone wants to succeed. Everyone wants to get that piece of paper, mm-hmm. and also like a financial standpoint because not everyone's you know financial tree is lined up like that. <laughs> so true you True. know uh, still this generation some of us that are not equipped like that so you still have to deal with those financial problems still uh mm-hmm. i guess I, I don't know if that's a change generation thing that'll ever
1: i feel like that i feel for like, some. yeah for some. well it's i feel like it's something that's big for your generation like my generation started to feel it right mm-hmm. started to feel a heavy impact because i mean you think of like, like grandpa, like my dad, right? Like yeah. his generation and the cost of schooling and all right. that. Whole different ballgame. Yeah. Whole different ball game, right? And so it's like there's this, there's, it's almost like a trap, right? The college mm-hmm. degree, your advanced degrees, anything like this. Right. But also, not only is it way more expensive, but in any other type of debt that you take on. And Faith and I talked about this on our episode on the podcast mm. a little bit. We talked about student loans and how crazy it is, right? You're yeah. taking on how many tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars before you even know how to manage five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. That's very true. So, Grandpa's era versus mine versus yours. Even though you and I were only what a decade or so apart, a g- twelve years and some change. Yeah. Yeah. So the cost of schooling from even when i was in school to where you're at now whole different ball game right yeah it's... and student loans are the only type of debt that you cannot file bankruptcy for <sighs> the only kind so there no matter what you do you can't say oh man you know i'm i'm really struggling i can't make this i can't make the payment my business failed or yeah. whatever it is hardship you can't you can't do that with student loans they are forever you pay it off or you pay it off those are your options <laughs> so you have the pressures of getting the degree you have the cost of the degree and the pressures of that and then you've got the the question of how do you even make the money to do so yeah what are you feeling like aside from beat to hell from your allergies right now yeah
0: (laughs) other than that just uh just you know trying my best to not rush it because i think that's one of my issues i'm you know trying to i want to get this done i want to make sure you know I want to be on top of everything and try to, yeah, um, not really taking things for what they are, cause I'm so worried about trying to get like a degree or try to find the funding just to go to school, you know, I mean like, you know, I know there's so many options, but you know, it also comes down to like, like you said, the possibility of those options mm-hmm. and like, what's going to work, what's not going to work. You know is it worth putting your time into this or you know is it worth putting your time into something else it's a it is a little bit of a a weird deciding factor but i mean i'm i'm sure i figured out but it's still
1: it's still a process yeah that's the
0: only thing is just trying to get there yeah yeah
1: so you're considering joining the military yeah. And we are yeah. our family is a military family. Mm-hmm. Right? Our, our uncles, seven yeah. many of your uncles, my uncles, both sides there. Yeah. Money. Exactly. So you're considering that which would be a several year contract. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand you have go to school, stay civilian, which if you take on student loans to pay for school, that's also a several year yeah. contract. Right? I mean, yeah. I I'm on, let's see. I'm out of school eight years out of college, and just yeah, eight years out, and yeah. just this year paid off the last bit of student loan, and I didn't even have that much to be honest. How much did you have? I think it was thirty six thousand. Oh when all was my god! You know how much
0: that that's like a two tu- that's like a year that's like tuition exactly. That's like every year you got paid. Yeah. That. That's- oh my so
1: so here's here's the funny thing so this is uc berkeley yeah two years at cal right yeah but i went the community college route first right yeah so did that went through there debt-free right Mm -hmm. tuition everything there is so much lower and i actually had some of the best times of my life there before getting into cal some of the best friends that i've ever made even my closest friends today i met when i was in community college yeah I left there debt free, you know, everything was cool, going into Cal. and then all of a sudden they're trying to charge some thirty thousand per semester because they were trying to charge me out of state when I had been in state for right, you know out all of the state time tuition. Yeah, oh, man. So realistically for me to get out of there, you know, thirty something thousand dollars in student loans, that's not much at all. Yeah. Uh, that said, that's still i mean eight years you know paying that off
0: that's to you know that's that took some time, that's some time that yeah. took some
1: time there's a lot you can do in eight years that's, if you're debt free yeah right a lot of money saved and just the money the amount of money that was put towards those if that were just invested mm-hmm. in the compounding in eight years i mean eight years nine years at an eight percent return which is the average of the s p 500 right yeah your money doubles yeah that's so right. in nine years Yeah, in nine years that thirty that thirty grand that thirty five grand it's now oh okay we got sixty five seventy grand chilling just chilling you know so there's there's some there's some questions that's some heavy heavy questioning when you're you know about to give your life whether to the military or to student loans. I mean, you know, I see it
0: more as like a stepping stone. You know, you never Mm -hmm. know. I might end up. That might be something I end up liking. You never know. But you never. It's only. It's only a certain amount of time, four years. Yeah,
1: and, and loads of benefits,
0: right? You're, loads you're, of benefits, and you know, if I could just hunker down and just get it done within those four years, then mm-hmm. it's up to me. Do you know, I want you know I want to stay in? Do I want to re resign with them, or you know, go do something with the degree I just spent all this time getting, or yeah, you know that they funded, you mm-hmm. know, There's, or you know, find some other way make make somebody some other way you know invest my time somewhere else it's just there's a lot of ways
1: to go about especially nowadays for sure for sure are there are you able do you know are you able to operate your own business outside of your military activity while you're active i'm not sure i'm not either i don't see why that would be
0: a problem like uh if maybe i bought a house rented it out or something off a va loan or something like that yeah i don't see why that would be an issue
1: or even if you had your own product or service or something that you were, you were yeah. you were dishing out as a business while you're in. I'm w- I'm wondering because there's also the fear of coercion. Yeah. Right. If your business could be held hostage more or less, yeah. and you know things like this, that I could see that being an issue. Yeah, I could see that being an issue. But so either either way, there's there's a big commitment, especially if you're doing student loans through college. And right. So that's one of the big pressures you're feeling what what do you feel what do you feel is the the path that's just like man they just keep stacking this against me against us that it's it's getting harder and harder like what challenges are you seeing or you feeling that your generation is just like man like it's new to us you know this is something technology really
0: it is such an issue it's a distraction to our generation Really? It it makes it like I'm not. You know what's ridiculous Mm. is when you have rules in school to where your phone has to be off in certain periods of the day, like in the classroom, because kids are so distracted because of cell phones. And it doesn't just stop there. There's so many other distractions when it comes to technology. I mean, you got like, for example, cyberbullying was a big thing going up in school. Like, people just couldn't just turn the thing off like you know what i mean like don't get me wrong like i get it like you're it's very we're all social beings as humans i understand that that uh we want to communicate and be on those type of apps and just express ourselves but when you let it get to you like that and let some keyboard warrior just get you the point to where you're you know going to the administrators telling you, Oh, they're they're bullying me. Right. Like I understand that some it gets a little worse than that. Yeah. And then and it's unfortunate that it does. But that was one of the bigger things. Yeah. That some people it would like at my level, whenever I was in school, it wasn't like people were um it wasn't the point where they were hurting themselves or anything like that. Right. It was just on the level as in like you would get in trouble like something happened on the weekend over text or something. Someone goes to school about it or yeah, something you're in trouble the next day, Got like it. type deal. Everybody knows about it. Got it. But I do know that cyberbullying was an issue because some people take it to the extent of their lives, you know. Cause, yeah, you know, they would take that personally. Mm-hmm. But that was a that's a big issue, and I think that funding is also like a generation for. I think it's probably. I'm not sure how it is for your generation, for your growing up, or anyone else's. But I know that I don't. It's just weird that teachers are. They're underpaid, and I think that <laughs> yeah. the schools are underpaid too. Like we're using books that they were using in 1950s, and you know, like damn, are you serious? And then, probably not that long, but you but, know, but I mean, some that... old books <laughs> we, we used to read those his, history books. We were in history,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the Classrooms were ancient. <laughs> some, damn. some of them, right? So, I yeah. On the cyberbullying, though, I definitely, definitely, that's something very visible, right? Yeah, there's. There's something to say, first of all, with cyberbullying, there's definitely levels to it, right? So it's one thing to just be making fun of somebody online. It's another thing to be holding someone's livelihood ransom. Yeah. Hey, I found this. Exactly. Hey, I found this video of you that or, you know, I I trolled you, you know, catfished Mm -hmm. you and this is how embarrassing this is and I'm about to put all your whether it's like a weird fetish that you blasted, you know, something like that, that. Really, this is what drives a lot of people, right? It's mm-hmm. Everything about your identity is about to get completely rocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what drives a lot of people into a lot of rough situations, rough outcomes for them because they genuinely don't have a way out or they don't know that there's another way out or anything right. like this. And it feels like, the entire world is all eyes on you. Right. Like, you're just by yourself. Yeah. You and, can't go anywhere without everybody knowing. You right. You know, and even if, even if they don't know, you feel like everybody knows. So, mm-hmm. yeah, cyberbullying is for sure a serious thing that I didn't really experience that with, you know, mm-hmm. with technology in my generation, anything growing up like that. We had real bullying. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like real world but not cyber it was real world bullying yeah. you know real uh, so but that doesn't that didn't live on forever on the internet that wasn't just to hey you know go pop on youtube and check this video out you know or right. you didn't make a world star clip you that, know
0: i feel like that would have been a whole lot better experience like oh, i mean sure. like don't get me wrong you had your fights yeah. going through school and stuff but it, don't, it would have been a whole lot better to somebody to bully them right there in their face every other day than literally getting online and you can, like, like you know, some people's situation where, like, their personal information, you know, it's online, so it gets yeah. exposed or stuff like that. Like, it's just, it would have made them, you know, more convenient for people's lives, you know.
1: <laughs> for sure. Because you, 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 there's something about, there, there's something about a break, right? So, if you are bullied at school or you're bullied at work, right? Yeah. But, the moment the bell rings, the moment you clock out, it stays there, and you know you yeah, you, you know out. you have the safety of home. You have the say like okay, I go home, I don't see this fool, right? You know, till tomorrow at the same time, and I can mentally prepare mm-hmm. to see them. I can I can have the conversations like oh, I know that they say this type of yeah, shit, you know, you I'm wanna, yeah. yeah. But well, you can't escape it. Your phone, everything, it's all that attached thing up to it. every day, every day, every night. You can't <laughs> escape that. So. Yep that shit weighs on you for sure so that's a that's a hefty thing what do you think what do you think would be a solution in school that would be a healthy answer to help combat technology as a tro- as a, a troublesome feature of your generation
0: well it seems like with most things you know you're never going to be able to shelter from it you're never going to be able to like not like like keep them away from it's probably just have a class or something that's an awareness like you know or like you know letting people know if you need someone to talk to like you know their outlets like even if you don't want to talk to an administrator at school like your your family or you know like classes like teaching you hey if it's getting too much on there get off the social media like put it down like you know just find an alternative because Maybe it's just awareness where people, you know, maybe just feel like there's no other outlet or where they just feel like, oh, I can't go anywhere. So, yeah, it's just too, you know, I'm in too deep. It's weighing too heavy on me. But I think that's about all you can do because you can't stop them from being on the phones. Mm -hmm. They're always going to have it. And just like uh other things like sex ed you know awareness you you still tell them it's not like they're gonna listen yeah you know <laughs> that's so that's on them yeah that's true that's but true just I, like with the phones you know same yeah. thing it's on them they won't listen they won't listen but you just give them the information that's like it's like school it's, the whole mm-hmm. thing is giving
1: you the tools, the information.
0: You want it, it's there. You don't want it, oh well. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah, you know?
1: and you deal with those consequences. Yeah. Whatever whatever life brings at you from what you choose, that's that's what you got to deal with. Right. So you made me just think of something here as, as you were talking, as a resource, right? You know, one of the things, especially with cyberbullying, mm-hmm. especially with all this, in school, it feels like, it, a lot of times it feels like your school itself is the entire world. Yeah. There's not anything right. else out there, right? Everything, it's almost like object permanence of yeah. everything that has to do with school and there's there's just complete impermanence with anything outside of it. Yeah. So it made me think of how anonymity is a really important piece to opening, opening up for a lot of people, right? Mm. This is where, like, keyboard warriors, right? Yeah. Like, as soon as you can get anonymous online, oh, here's it's, how I'm really feeling, yeah. right? So you made me think of if schools had almost like a reciprocal program where there was instead of, Hey, contact your school counselor, mm-hmm. your counselor for cyberbullying or anything like that could actually be a, a completely different schools counselor. Right. So they you don't know that. Yeah. They don't know you, you don't know them and you should, yeah. you know, almost anonymously you can call up, say, Hey, this is what's going on. That sort of thing. And yeah, because like, I know
0: that there's this programs out there, but it might also be a thing like, you know, like, where you know how some people are and even myself we don't like to talk about our problems for sure you know, like you like to keep that that type of stuff in for you sure you really want to let people know so i see why <laughs> that people wouldn't use those programs i know that there's some in place like mm-hmm. those hotlines or like yeah. there's even your counselors school counselors usually do help because that's what i i had anger issues i got classes for that my no yeah when i was no. in elementary school middle school i literally had to go to like these anger issues classes because like <laughs> Hold up. Kids would just... I'd just lose it on kids. Are you serious? Yeah. I
1: had anger management. I had to go to anger management. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, this must be grandpa's blood, man. (laughs) It must be something. That makes sense. I swear, yeah. I had anger management class in middle school. And then I got kicked out of it. Oh, my goodness. You got kicked out of anger (laughs) For what? Being too angry? (laughs) Yeah, like, he's exceeded our anger limits. We can't... (laughs) We can't deal with this. <laughs> That's crazy. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. Damn. It sucked. What anger management class or being angry outside? I,
0: I was with the kids I get in a
1: fight with in the class. So it just <laughs> it made it worse. It's not like they were list. They were bad kids. <laughs> That's exactly how it was for me. I got yeah. put in. I got put in there. Keep long story short, middle school. I was in art class getting sprayed. With water oh, yeah. bottles repeatedly, I warned the kid multiple times. He didn't stop. I warned him again, literally verbally, like, yo, you don't stop. I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> yeah. He came back, sprayed me again. I hopped out of my chair and clocked him. Dropped him right there and then walked over his body into the principal's office. I walked myself <laughs> <Exactly>. down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, hey, listen. They're, they're like, hey, Anthony, what are you doing here? I was like, you'll see you in a second. <laughs> he said that phone was about to start ringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It did, too. It did. So, <laughs> yeah. that's, so that's what sent me to anger management. And it's like, the whole time I'm like, I'm not angry yeah the dude was literally spraying me repeatedly i warned him verbally all this stuff so all the stuff they're teaching at anger management count yeah. to 10 right. you know get, give yourself breathe yeah. all these things i'm like i do all of this what do you do when they don't stop berating you yeah there's nothing you what, what nothing. do you do like your corner your animal that's cornered in a cage like yeah. if they keep getting poked keeping them poked suppose, what are you gonna do uh, turn the other cheek yeah <laughs> So they can poke that cheek. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can oh, yeah. poke that cheek <laughs> yeah.
0: too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There is only a certain limit before it's just yeah. nothing you can do.
1: Yeah, there is. So, yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of limits, we were talking earlier. We were talking earlier about the effects of of limiting uh, inclusive inclusivity inclusiveness and oh, yeah. and and people being welcomed in certain spaces, but it go completely gone about in the wrong ways. Right. Yeah. So so we were talking earlier as it related to comics, comic books and, and characters and everything like this. Like yeah. you were talking about black Superman. Yeah. Share share a little bit share a little bit with the folks what you're talking about how there's there's the one story of Clark Kent, Superman. Right. White Superman. Right. But there's also black Superman who has his, his own, own story. story, yeah, and from this, all the inclusivity attempts from everything from racial to LGBTQ to all these other other groups that um, the fight for equity, inclusion, equality, and everything like that mm-hmm. is showing up in in comics. And there's a, there's battles in the comic book world. Talk a little bit about about Black Superman for us.
0: Well, there's like talk that they were trying to make another superman movie but it won't be the one that they've been using the uh the Henry Cavill the the dude he's a white guy obviously yeah. but they're trying to make the Clark Kent story the story you just saw Henry Cavill just act out and it's been acted out through multiple movies the same startup story and then they, you know they have their own little couple movies after or whatever mm-hmm. with a black person right like it's just why would you do that when there's already a black superman who has his own story and it's just like i get it and it's just weird because like where was it you know years ago because you know now all of a sudden after you know black people want to start we actually start saying something because we it's been going on nothing nothing that we had we're protesting for has been new like, right it's been going on for <laughs> the longest time yeah and it's just all of a sudden now the, in- the inclusivity the inclusive uh, I cannot it, speak you got it
1: inclusivity <sighs>
0: yeah that <laughs> I can't I can't speak but uh it's the allergies the allergies it, it is man it's making it rough but it's just all of a sudden everything from movies to commercials to just ads to all these businesses trying to add in that black or another race element because it's like oh everyone's doing it if we don't do it too we're gonna get left out we're gonna look bad yep. it's gonna look bad on our business yep. like uh like yeah it's just that's
1: real so what do you this is it's it's impressive and interesting to me you're you're 19 yeah and the fact that you see this very clearly <laughs> yeah is impressive and also encouraging thank you for like there's a lot of people my age group Older, even younger, <laughs> yeah. that I feel are missing a lot of these puzzle pieces.
0: I think it's just when you when you live and like you're living that world that like people really just don't understand what it's like when you were a person of color living in America. Like you really don't understand like how it is to live. You know what I mean? Like you literally have to fear, like you have to live in fear. Like you learn the things you learn are things that you fear like for example like you know like when i'm riding uh driving in a car or whatever like i have to fear being on the road because if i get stopped i don't know what i'm gonna deal with i could deal with somebody actually doing their job Mm -hmm. or i could deal with somebody who got that badge and want to do what they want to do with it yeah and you know at this point in time you know now it started coming around officers getting trouble for it and officers are trying to you know tell on each other for it but you know yeah back not even too long ago you get in trouble for your on your fellow officer for telling on him you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he would that'd be some backlash for ratting out on a fellow officer even though he was in the wrong not doing his job but there's obviously a bigger agenda there like why else <laughs> right why else would y'all not be protecting and serving and doing all this other stuff like uh right you know harassing people because mm-hmm. of their color like y'all been doing for years since years. the creation of, <laughs> yeah yeah since y'all brought us over here
1: right right yeah. so when it comes what so what's wrong what's wrong with telling clark kent's superman story and just plugging in a black person what's wrong with that it's, it's it's just wrong for one
0: because that's that superman story whether he's white black green or red like that's how that story was created so that's how it should be told if it wants to be changed, you know, then it should be its own character, its own creation, which it's already been done, which is, which it is. Right. Have a black Superman, his own story, just like, uh, just like Superman has his, or you know, Batman has his story, and Flash has his story. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to have these characters, and it's okay to change them in like a little bit, but you can't just completely just change the narrative of the story and then put a like a different perspective on it. Like, oh, he's black. Boom. Give you know, him a little bit
1: of flavor when he's speaking. Yeah, you know, like but...
0: basically, like try to make it like is on the level of Black Panther was. Like, right. Finally, we got a superhero that was black. Like, mm-hmm. like we did we have like Static Shock. Where's Static Shock? Right. Where's um? Uh, I used to love Static Shock. Like, where's yeah? Oh, at? I used to love <laughs> Static Shock too. Like, all these other there's other black superheroes like, uh, I mean, he's not really black, but he's Egyptian. Black Adam. Mm-hmm. He's Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know that there's the Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, supposed to be. He's I'm Black so Adder. Yeah, so he's ever they say yeah. he's filming it.
1: He is they're doing that stuff. He is. Yeah, he's. Been, I've been following him. He's been. He's been training his ass off for this role, and yeah, it, that stuff always interests me too. Just a uh, side note, just to see not just the Rock, but any any actor that is having to really prep for the role. Yeah, fitness wise, when they're over forty. this is always fascinating to me because it shows, first of all, what the human body is capable of doing. And especially if you you use the right code, right? You plug in Mm -hmm. the right code because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm working out so much. It's like, well, there's a lot of science behind how you work out, how you rest, how you consume things, everything like this, right? And obviously, you know, they have elite trainers and Mm -hmm. top guys working with them. So it's amazing to me to see folks that are you know 40 50 years old that they prep their bodies in in ways that it's just incredible right yeah uh so on that note this is something that again the episode with faith if you haven't listened to it yet go mm-hmm. give that a listen because she breaks this down very well mm. but there's there's something about people trying to be inclusive without actually learning yeah about the perspective Right. Right. So, when you can't just go, wow, you guys haven't been given a voice for so long. So, we're actually going to put your name on this speech. <laughs> the same speech. Yeah. We're just, you know, Abraham Lincoln, he had a speech. We're just going to go ahead and right. put Right. Just
0: slap that label on it. Yeah you, know? yeah. you can't do
1: that. Right. You have to really learn and, and dive into the actual culture of the people. Right. And then let them do the speaking. Right. right. Or, at very least, Have somebody who's very, very intellectual be able to enter and be welcomed into that culture and write a piece that gets okayed by the leaders of that culture, right? Yes. Not just, hey, yeah, you guys come join our circle, but you got to go and join that culture circle to learn. Right. You know? So... When you just take some you take a story like Superman's story, I think you, you said it right. It doesn't matter what color you are, it's his story. Yeah. And he it, Superman was a white man as white Superman Clark Kent. Yeah. That's his story, dog. That's Don't, Clark th- Kent's story. Yeah. Let him have that. Right, know? right. <clears throat> because what? there is yeah, there there is a story. I've actually, I'm I'm completely. I mean, I'm not a comic book nerd. Yeah, uh, you know, anime. I, you know, I right. I I respect and got love for it for sure. But I has never really so far. Yeah, I've never really been into those. Uh, but I have mad respect for him. Yeah, and I literally never knew there was a black Superman. Really, until today.
0: Oh yeah, there's so many things comics, anime. There's so much crazy stuff. I just like them because of the. Cause like when you think about it someone took the time and thought about these crazy stories and a lot of them are philosophical like a lot of them get you thinking and show you like you know these are the true nature of you know human beings or true nature of certain topics or you know makes you really start to think about you know certain aspects of things you didn't really think about yeah yeah and it's through story you know like through animation or or the uh, comic books or manga which is like the same thing mm-hmm. and they have their own stories to tell yeah
1: so that's so two of my close two of my very close friends are mm-hmm. the two biggest like comic slash anime nerds that i know right yeah and i'm hoping to i'm hoping to get them on here soon but they're the ones that have introduced me to to certain certain levels, you know, hey, check this anime out, whatever. And you know, I've sit, sat and watched them and every single every <laughs> single one I've ever watched, even some that you showed me the other day, right? Yeah. Every single one that I've ever watched, I walk away going, "Damn. There's so much morality being yeah. taught in this show that I can't find anywhere on westernized television." It, yeah, and that's the thing that I don't understand is that
0: um a lot of the like TV shows, like reality TV shows, or even just TV shows in general, just be so. That's why I'm, like it's hard to watch them. Like there are some good ones, but that's why I like watching anime because it gets deeper than that. Like mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli. I've been watching that since we were younger me and Nia. Yeah. We watched Studio Ghibli since we was kids. Like all those movies, Spirited Away. Yeah. All those movies, it was like our Disney because Disney was cool, but it didn't have those morale or no morale. Those like the morality of the like. Uh, the true morals is trying to teach you in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like okay, anime taking me to church today. Right, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, it's
0: just this, is, and it's just this is like on all things. It's teaching you to like just look at it a different way, like have yeah. a perspective on things, and not just automatically
1: assume
0: something or just.
1: Yeah, I feel like it I, from the very limited exposure I've had. I feel like there's it's always driven by some. Some level of human management, yeah, right. Of management of self, right. It's always something, you know. If if this is a lesson, it's a it's a lesson about don't overconsume, right. You know, don't overconsume whether that's food, whether that's people, whether yeah. that's things. You know, you you have to you have to be okay with just enough, and just enough is plenty, right? Right. That that sort of <clears throat> there's always something that just hits like that. So I know so many people hate on anime
0: it's weird though, I don't know. I think it's because they've never really looked into it. That's what
1: that's what I feel like it is because it is I mean, you you obviously you have your stereotypical anime groups which yeah. you, you don't fit in nah you're you're a black you're a young black (laughs) man with an afro yeah (laughs) all right yeah a little southern twang you you don't fit into like yo i'm an anime gamer type right Nah, not so much that stereotypical person but there's loads i'm sure there's loads out there because i know other i know i know other black folks that love this i know other you know yeah but there are stereotypes right so if you are In the world of morality, you're in the world of of teaching these lessons. And and that's a lot of times like comic books are and and comics are the same way, right? Mm -hmm. To do something like swap out Superman for a black man or anything else, any other role that you're trying to be inclusive of. Yeah. Do you feel like that takes away from the actual culture behind the movement of anime, of well, not necessarily a movement, but the the morality the drive of anime like the root of it right and comics or do you feel like this is just yeah this is you know kind of the next step that the world needs to take and
0: i think you know honestly it might be a white people thing yeah because you know like through history you see how it's or not white people excuse me a european thing or caucasian thing whatever okay like it's (laughs) you see it in history it's just not never a let me try to understand it's more of a I don't understand, I'm scared, let me conquer it, or mm. it's oh, let me uh they seem gullible or they seem let me they don't really know much, let me conquer it or something, just like, you know, some people with uh with anime. It's just ignorant, you know. Yeah. So you mean like colonizers? Colonizers like, but like Black-, see, but Black Panther. What is that Hollywood industry though? Like it's just ran by a bunch of white people with money and then when they yeah. do things like uh just like this it's of course they're not going to care about the actual act of oh let me including the black people including but they when is hollywood cared about black people oh i would say hmm. hmm. when is hollywood Ooh. you know actually um, considerably black faced movies yeah. when is Hollywood cared about black yeah. people
1: when when black folks are making them all kinds of money <laughs> yeah. i.e. Dave movie. Chappelle yes. Yes. that's when <laughs> when black people make the money that's the only time they care
0: yeah. when they're making some movie off the, some traumatic story boys in the hood yeah. but making some uh, money off black people's trauma or something right. that's the only time they seem to care but then I think that's a part of the this cultural appropriation thing Just there's none. There is no, oh, let me try to understand it. Yeah. Understand the movement. Oh, the problems are dealing with. Yeah, it is a problem. Like, it's not new. And yeah. the fact they're just now doing stuff, they're just not making movies about it, blah, blah, blah. It's it's a sham.
1: It's, what, it's fake. What like, would you like to see Hollywood do or the anime world or Hollywood do with the anime world and comic world? What would you like to see them do that would show some sincerity in being inclusive? oh uh,
0: i don't know i think anime is fine like how it is other than just that they need a little bit faster on some of the stuff that they release over there on coming over here but i get it takes time to translate and stuff like that i get <laughs> you I get, just want more content right watched. more content <laughs> yeah right you okay know,
1: but what about tyler perry uh tyler perry, tyler uh, perry. <laughs> No, actually, I was just because I was thinking of Tyler Perry. I was like, man, I wonder if Tyler Perry's into anime because yeah. he's he's got a, he, you know, b- built and bought his own studio. Yeah, at, I think in Atlanta, just outside Atlanta, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Tyler the Creator. Tyler what about creator. Tyler the Creator when he's talking about? How, name five black uh, comic book characters or five black superheroes. Right? Five black superheroes. When yeah. he have you seen this clip? When nah. he. Oh man, I think it's at I don't know if it's at Comic Con. It's it's somewhere where he's kind of on a panel. Yeah. And people are like, What's wrong? You know, why do you want, you know, a black superhero, a black character, or anything like that? Like, why should this person be black? Yeah. And he's like, What do we have? The reason he's black is, you know, how many do we have? Name five. I'll wait. Yeah. And he like calls him out and like the whole crowd is kind of laughing because he's a comical person in the way he delivers shit. It seems funny, but he's he's right. <laughs> That's I mean, exactly he's, he's serious. it. Yeah. So what what would you like to see that can be more inclusive of 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 all type of, of groups? That well,
0: for number one I, from Tyler Creator, I'd love to see an OG tape, Loiter Squad. Like they come back with a TV show or something. Like the oh. Loiter Squad bring it back, and the mix of like the OG tape with like ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky and mm-hmm. all that. Like you seen those aug tapes? Uh, you never seen them? Uh, OG nah. tapes are just they're, clip, they're, just just they're uh, cool. clips yeah they're they're cool to watch uh but them i love to see that but from the, the movies and stuff like that and all this other inclusivity and stuff i would just rather than <laughs> just leave it alone yeah. if there's material out there then use it but if it you know if just, just go and look it up in the comics like i think that's what also the issue is that a lot of these movies are being made and they're not even anywhere near accurate or if it's going to be something different it's got to be good yeah like Justice League it was trash yeah but that Zack Snyder cut that was pretty good but but you know a lot of people have an opinion about that but to me (laughs) the Zack Snyder one was way better but the Justice League like it was it was a trash but how do you mess up the Justice League right you know you have all these superheroes like how do you (laughs) it's no wonder that you ain't got no static shock you know it's they they don't
1: they don't know what they're doing anyway so if what it feels like so far, and from what you've explained to me and everything, what it feels like is Hollywood, who, who's you know trying to take these stories and, and jump on the the train of yeah. of equity, inclusion, diversity. It feels like they're taking these scripts that were written for and by white folks mm-hmm. and just crossing out white man yeah. and putting in black man right. as as this or whatever. So it doesn't really change. It doesn't capture the culture or anything like this right. accurately. So, new comics, new comic books, new ca- new comic characters, new writers writing, you know, these things and, and the characters and everything like that. Do you feel like that would be a good solution instead of trying to... I mean, it, obviously there's, you know, the older comics and everything like that that could be worked over, but... Yeah. And even some that don't need to be worked over, they just need to be represented or, right. or
0: created. Yeah, I think it just needs to be more of a just... I don't know just like leave it alone like stop trying too hard it's all for money you know like they're only doing that type of stuff they're only trying to show that they care for money
1: that's the big wave the big market move right now
0: right so i just think it's just you know quit it and if you're gonna do it go about the right way actually take the time to understand what you're doing and not just doing it because there's a dollar sign on it, you know. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest issue, but I mean that's with everything in this world, you know. Yeah. There's a dollar sign on it, people's minds just do 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 do. Oh, no longer logic doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you know, I ain't going I will kill this man for that dollar bill. I will do anything for that dollar bill.
1: Like do 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 do. That's a robotic override. <laughs> it, <does>. it like <laughs>
0: It's like a double A double-A battery, like getting knocked out of the, the back. Is <laughs> going into alternate power mode. Where <laughs> take it out, take it out, take it. Like, they just go Attack nuts. Attack mode. I don't like yeah. Attack mode. So, <laughs> people do, like, they, they, they see a way to get money out of you or screw you mm-hmm. over. A lot of people do it. I don't know why. It's yeah, like, what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> maybe because they don't watch enough anime that teaches them the morals to not use and abuse.
0: Or they're just, just terrible people. Yeah. I don't even think you need animated. <laughs> Some of the stuff people do is insane.
1: But maybe maybe they need something. Maybe the reason you feel that way is because you successfully completed anger management.
0: You know, I did. I, I barely successfully completed the <laughs> anger management. Anger management was tough, <laughs> especially when you're in the class with the people who cause that, make, anger. You yeah, <laughs> that make you angry. Yeah, that uh, make you angry. How?
1: What? What was one of the hardest parts for you that you remember in anger management? Uh, the hardest parts. Probably showing up. Yeah.
0: Like, do you really want to just think about it? Like, you just like, man. I got mad. It's like because you know you're not. It's not like okay. Maybe I do have anger issues. Maybe I don't. Yeah. But I just know that I never get mad for no reason. Right. I know that it's either someone either got me mad. Yeah. Or like, you know, because I I would never provoke that because I don't like being be mad and I don't like to see people mad. Yeah. So I know that in situations where I am mad somebody provoked that right like somebody caused that like obviously in this situation someone's treating me how i wouldn't treat them right so this is the only reason why i'm being mad yeah so like there's a lot of times where that happens yeah and it's just like anger management is just like why why you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why do I need to manage it? Well, he can't even manage being ignorant. You know what I mean? Like, he, he might just need to manage these hands. <laughs>
1: like, that's the thing he's going to manage. That's what step we're on right now.
0: <laughs> that's my anger management. It's my anger management step.
1: And this is the step you're about to walk right. on. Right.
0: You're about to be my step. <laughs> yeah. that's just That's just how sometimes it gets. Because you, you know how people are sometimes just being rude for no reason. Yeah. You know, so where's the
1: issues. where's the ignorant management class?
0: I die here. hold on. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> there's there's anger management class. Where's the ignorant management class? Ugh. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, I guess. They yeah, to sum, they until know. they catch these hands. Yeah, until they catch these <laughs> hands, then they realize, <laughs> and they're gonna be bliss no more.
1: <laughs> you'll be blistered up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. I think this is. I think this is a good good little chat. What is something to to wrap us up here? wrap us up here what think, is something yeah what is something you you want to do to wrap us up or share that you're like you know this is something the world should should hear it's been on my chest store i think the world and just recently and it's very
0: unfortunate that uh and it's really good series and you know and even though i know you're not a big anime fan but if you ever get the chance you need like it is top it's really dark i'll tell you that like it's one of those things. It's a perspective thing. Like it's gonna have to throw you in that different perspective. Like this is the world it's in, and this is what's going on. You know, and this is what you know. You kind of roll with it. You know, is <clears throat> it's, it's called berserk, and it's unfortunate because the creator of it, uh, Kento Miura, he died mm. May six, literally like a couple, last week. No, and it's not done. It literally been it's been being made since like nineteen eighty five, somewhere around there, nineteen something. I literally watched it. I watched the old anime um, adaptation. I, I haven't. You know what's sad is I've only read bits and pieces of the manga, but I've watched every bit of anime adaption that's on the TV, and I read a little bit of the manga. But it's unfortunate he passed away, so it's not even finished. But I'm telling you right now, when you look into it, you're gonna be so heartbroken when you're just like it's not finished. It's not. No. It's not finished. Like you, you're gonna get atta- It's it's one of those ones where it's this is it's it's top tier. It's it's even better than Naruto. I love Naruto, and I that's what I grew up with. That's why I love anime. But yeah. Berserk is probably like right beside it. That's probably one of the best philosophical. Like this is very dark, twisted. Yeah, it's twisted. Like it's bad, but it's like it's also a reality thing. Like yeah, in that world, that's the reality of that's what's going on. Like, right, and it's also like how it is in this world. You can't change. You can't control what's going on. You just have to deal with it, and you just got to go with the blows and keep pushing, you know? Right.
1: I I love dark shit. There's a lot. I mean, I don't expose my... I control my exposure to it. Yeah. But I, I love it. And this is something that... Um, there's some um, there's some folks out there that like like reading Nietzsche there's some dark shit oh, in reading yeah. Nietzsche that <laughs> yeah. you know cuz i like you know sociology and some philosophy and everything yeah. like this there's there's a lot of dark shit that's the breakdown of reality like right. what you're saying it's like yeah this is dark but this is something you know I, this the podcast right exploring optimism yeah the a large part of why i love being optimistic and pursuing optimism and everything is because there is pessimism yeah you you know there is even what i think might be worse than pessimism is apathy yeah where you just literally do not care yeah right (laughs) some people just like like it's different it's one thing because if you're pessimistic or or you know or optimistic there's a passion of some level that like no this is you know good or this is bad but when you're just apathetic and my friend evan actually taught this to me we we were out on a hike one day down in uh, san diego and Mm-hmm. And he actually, and he's he's very much he's into anime and comics mm-hmm. and shit like that too. He's he's dope, dude. Um, but yeah, he he taught this this perspective to me that I was like, damn, I never even thought of real apathy as being partially dangerous mm-hmm. and partially powerful, right? Because if yeah. you could be apathetic to whatever. Might actually suit you, you yeah. know. You ever hear people like, "Oh, my haters," you know. Thanks, thanks to my right. haters, all this shit. It's like fuel. you were my feel, yeah. yeah. Like you were my feel. Well, there's, there's that perspective, which, that's great. But if you feel apathy towards your haters, you genuinely, they don't move your needle one way or the other. Yeah. You genuinely don't care, Just right? Don't care. So there's certain things that I love exploring. That I love exploring these differences and, and mm. the darkness and everything in Berserk. Which I had known nothing about. If you were to give just kind of an overview of what it's about. Give like, you know, it's a story of a character of... Don't give it away. Dude, I
0: can't even... I don't even know where to start. It's so... It's, it's so crazy, dude. It's, it's, okay, it's, where can we find it? You can find it, I think, the best way to start. Like, you know, if you really don't want to read the manga. Even though his Kento Miura's like, artwork is... It's, it's all black and white but it's one of the most detailed artworks i've ever that's why i like reading some of those mangas because some of those artists are really good okay they can make some pictures and it's black and white but it it feels like there should be a color there you know what i mean yeah and you can kind of make it out that's how good of an artist he is and <clears throat> i think that you know if you really don't want to read the manga i think the best way to go about it is to go on youtube and just look up the old Berserk episodes, like the be like, just look up like old Berserk anime adaptation or something because you can't find anywhere else. But then, if you want to watch uh, after you do, then watching that because like it's like broken up into pieces because the dudes been making since nineteen eighty five. So
1: that's wild. It's kind of it's
0: kind of like Neon Genesis. How it has like uh, you ever you know what that is? no Oh man, Neon. It's one of those. That's a good philosophical one too. It's so you just got did.
1: you just got to put me on. I, you yeah. you I'm calling so I'm calling out all the homies right now too. Yeah. The homie Evan, Brian, Christian, you you, you yeah. y'all got to put me on. You got to put me on cuz I love I love dark stuff, I love philosophical stuff yeah. and obviously, you know, morality and and ethics and everything like this.
0: That's a lot of the stuff that I watch on, that's what it's about and basically it's like Brooklyn. basically in Neon Genesis, there's different adaptations, like uh, different ways the story could end, or how it could have went, or what could have happened, because a lot of people weren't satisfied with the original way it was made, because it ended very, it was sad, it uh-huh. was really messed up. But yeah. another way that he made that thing was its reality. This is how put yourself in the situation. This is kind of how you know it might have played out, how it yeah. wouldn't have played out. But there's other adaptations of it where there's different, okay. where it's playing out differently. But Berserk. You know, there's stages where he was a child, grew up, then teenager, then now he's okay. an older man. That's why it took
1: okay so long, forty years to create. 30 man,
0: months. it's literally like a life, like it's literally his life, like and it's it's crazy.
1: But let's watch it. All right, let's cut this. Let's kill this. I want to go watch this joint right now. Really, I'm dead serious. You don't want to? It's just man. It's 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 dark, man. It's All tough. Right.
0: It's a tough one to watch. Like it's like it's not like too dark in the sense that it's really bad, but it's like one of those ones where like like this is this is how it is in this type of scenario yeah and it gets bad it just only gets worse from there but it's a uh, it's really good but i it's not like you know in the sense of where, like it, that all that stuff stuff doesn't have a purpose you know yeah. like it's not just all there just sens- senselessly some gory crazy Mm -hmm. things like it's just not there for no reason like it adds that effect of like this is what's going on like this is the situation
1: all right give us uh, a disclaimer for folks viewers that could watch this and be like a trigger warning what? Probably 18-plus, like, one of those parental advisors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they stickers on there. Exactly. So, 18-plus, and then what What could be some trigger points? Because I don't want to have trigger folks points. standing there, like, if, you know, if there's, like, hey, you're a victim of domestic violence, this could trigger you, or if you're a Probably victim of- Probably that. Yeah? If you don't like that, it's, like,
0: it's kind of, I mean, it's, like, some real stuff. Like, it's. Mm-hmm. it's got the whole, let's do the N.A., What's that? You know, like for movies yeah. not rated or something. Yeah, it's on that level, like where you would probably never see this in a movie theater. It's that extreme. It's that extreme. All right, so like, be
1: mindful if you're gonna go watch yeah. Berserk. Be Just keep mindful. It in mind that's
0: what you're gonna see. Yeah. yeah, and
1: also I would recommend to have a nice palate cleanser after watching. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but this is how I handle. Like, if I, if there's something I know I'm about to dive into that could either be a complete epiphany for me mentally. Yeah that might shock my reality, right? If there's something that I know I'm about to read or or learn about that can completely alter what I know to be my reality, I will set up a palate cleanser. So, yeah. What I mean by that is if if, you know, if, if I'm about to go watch this for example, before I even start it, I have to know, like, okay, I'm going to do something bright, cheery, loving, yeah, you know, full of love afterwards, right? That would be good. So set something like that up before you watch Berserk, which I'm going to do. I want to watch it. So Just because, I mean, it's
0: just the anime adaptions, it has a lot of information, but the manga, it literally changes your perception of how, and like, it doesn't change it, but it makes you really think of how reality works in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But that's how the story works, you know what I mean? Yep. Like reality's working a different way, mm-hmm. things are working a different way, and like it's just that's the type of theme that is set up to make you kind of think about what's going on.
1: All right, so nephew Nick, yeah, my man, <laughs> I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you're here. I got to jump off for of this one, yeah. and that you're. Anger management self is directing <laughs> yeah. the listeners to yeah. go listen to this and watch this dark ass series. Mm-hmm. It's just you know it's it's really unfortunate that
0: it's it's getting popular and a lot. of Looked at now that he passed away, and mm-hmm. that's usually how things go. You know, yeah, people pass away, they really get more light. But it was even famous before then. Like that's you know where Final Fantasy. Where you think Cloud's big Cloud? Yeah, where do you think that big sword, that little dude with that big sword, came from? That came this from the f- main character, Guts, the berserk dude. He no way. He walks around with the big sword like this because when he was a kid, he trained with a sword that was bigger than him because you know everyone was making fun of him like put that sword down. A yeah, nah, he kept. He's like, man, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't put the sword down. Yeah, and now like you know, grown up, that man and he wields a sword bigger than ever because he already, he's already, he's ready handled for it. it. He's yeah. been,
1: he's been managing. Uh, ah, yeah. see, it is all connected. I'm not, I'm so far out of the loop. There's a lot
0: of stuff that anime has inspired. Yeah. And a lot of stuff the Western culture is also inspired for anime adaptations or you know manga and all that stuff in general. Yeah. But yeah.
1: That's dope. Yeah. All right, man. Thank at- you for having me on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So uh as usual, count your at least three appreciations for your day. Um, where can people find you if they want to write to you with hate mail about your position on comics and <laughs> uh, <laughs> or write to you to connect with uh, you know anything Like they're like man thanks so much for, for telling me to watch Berserker uh, you know I had a blast and wherever where can people find you uh, or do you want to be found I have a Twitter okay. I have
0: actually I have a Twitter and Instagram but it's just they have different usernames. you know I wish I wish it was like a video where you could put a like link
1: just spell like, it out. You know it's audio. Spell <laughs> well, it out. Let me see. You don't even know. No. You gotta. <laughs> no, I don't, I'll just be on here. All right, go ahead. Let's see,
0: my Twitter handle is at King X Sosa Guap at K I N G lowercase capital X Sosa S O S A Guap G U A P. Okay. And that's, that's the Twitter handle. Okay. That's That's how you know that was a long time ago. <laughs> That's a, that's a very uh, classy t- handle, right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Professional, very yeah, very, professional. very professional. <laughs> it's Twitter, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, and then Instagram, it's Nick N-I-K, underscore C O N N E L L
1: Y forty three. Nice. You can see mm-hmm. all my cool videos on there. All the cool videos. Yeah, I love it. Hey, that's it for now. That's a man. I'm. I feel like you schooled me. You're, really? in, you're younger than me and i learned i learned some things from you today which yeah, is a crazy. beautiful a beautiful thing yeah. so yeah i'm hyped to go explore a little bit and and think a little bit more on uh, a lot of this stuff that we covered yeah but for starters i'm definitely gonna watch berserk because you've got me intrigued yeah it's it's something else it's just it's just like
0: i never knew like this was in someone's head you know what Dang, I mean? Dang, like, it's like that. I never knew, like, this is what someone was thinking the whole time. And what, like, this is, like, you know, like, that philosophy. Like, it shows you kind of, like, philosophy on, like, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, humans in general. Yeah. Yourself. Like, and that's also, like, and I'll just say that without spoiling it. That's Perfect. also a big part about Berserk is, like, yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. think, about, think about yourself and think about your actions and think about, like, you know, Don't always, like, be down on yourself. You know, think about the positive things you do for yourself. Because, you know, always getting down on yourself, that's going to get you nowhere. You know, you're always going to have a very negative, I'm going to get nowhere attitude. Yep. So, if you try your best to have that, we're going to get somewhere, you know, through anything, no matter what kind of attitude, you know, you get, you really do get somewhere. And there's a lot of philosophies in Berserk that kind of show you that, and on top of a lot of things. Like, you know, just opens your mind a lot. that's that's all i know it did me when i watched it like i just randomly found it i was like what is this this is crazy
1: oh man i love it i love it all right well that's it for now much love yes Till next time peace